On today's show, I said we were going to talk about the fallout from the post-game press conferences today, and we're going to do that. Giannis, articulate and interesting as always. Just a fascinating post-game press conference. We're going to talk about the idea of failure in sports, uh, his relationship with Chris Middleton, and yes, he did want to guard Jimmy Butler a little bit more, and that is not going to impress the masses. The fallout continues from the Bucks' shock first-round elimination to the Miami Heat. Let's get into it. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. and hear me on this show Monday to Friday. That's right. I'm not going anywhere. But you can also find my work over at ESPN. Uh, We are going to continue through the offseason. I should say that first. I had someone on YouTube ask me yesterday, what are you going to talk about? There's no games. Uh, I know some of our listeners maybe have just found the show uh, this year, but I've been doing this for four years, around 230 podcasts a year, and this is my fourth season now. So there's always something to talk about. And by the way, uh, this might be the most interesting off-season the Bucks have had since I took over hosting duties on this show as well. So there's plenty to talk about. Uh, we thank you for making Lockdown Bucks your first watch or first listen of every single day. Uh, for obvious reasons, one of our biggest shows yesterday, I think there was a lot of interest, not only from Bucks fans, but fans all across the NBA, probably just trying to see what the reaction was going to be. Uh, the comments section on YouTube, absolutely going berserk. Um, some venting, and fair enough. We didn't expect the Bucks were going to be done in five games. We thought we were going to have plenty more post-game shows to go. So, uh, as always, though, we appreciate the support and the debate. Uh, it's what makes this show tick. So, thank you for subscribing, liking, dropping a comment, good or bad, and everything in between. Without you guys, the show does not continue to grow. And we hope that you'll stick around with us in the off-season, I'm sure, uh, when the big news drops, you will be there. But a special thank you to our everydayers that join the show every single day. Again, uh, we are not going anywhere. Now, I woke up a little bit sad today. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I haven't actually said this. I've teased this a number of times through the season that uh, I am going to make a return to the US. It's actually happening very, very soon. And I've known this for a while. And I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to jinx anything. Uh, but I am coming across... Uh, to cover the Western Conference Finals and then the NBA Finals for the TV broadcast here in Australia with ESPN, um, which is obviously a crazy opportunity for me. For those that don't know, I was in the US covering the Bucks on a day-to-day basis in person for two seasons up until COVID. I haven't been back to the US since March 2020, uh, so I'm coming back in about a week and a half. I'm going to be doing the Western Conference Finals and then the Finals. So my hope was that the Bucks were going to be there in the NBA Finals and I would see my first game live uh, pre-pandemic, but Unfortunately, that's not the way it works. Uh, maybe next season I'll get back to Fiserv Forum and see Giannis live and all those types of things. But anyway, it's sports. And speaking of sports, we had some great postseason uh, press conference articulate thoughts from Giannis. It was brilliant. It's taken over the internet. Everyone is fascinated by the way Giannis responded to a question from our friend on this podcast, Eric Name. And in full transparency, yes, a good friend of mine. He asked Giannis, and by the way, he'd already asked Bud the same question, so it wasn't a targeted 
question at Giannis. But he asked Giannis in very short and simple terms, do you think that this season was a failure or do you see this season as a failure? Um, definitely frustrated uh, from Giannis immediately after the question. And he went on to give a, a two-minute answer um, comparing sports to Eric as a journalist um, to different walks of life and the idea of using the word failure. So I've got one of the quotes here that I want to pull up on the screen. And he says, there's no failure in sports. There's good days, bad days. Some days you're able to be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other people are going to win. And this year, someone else is going to win. Simple as that. And I thought that this was fascinating for a number of reasons that I'm going to dive into on this show. We've said this a number of times and I don't think it's anything crazy. Winning a title is damn hard. And in your NBA, you need things to go perfectly well. Giannis avoided really a question in typical Giannis fashion about his own health. He wasn't close to healthy. We don't know what sort of work he's going to need done in the offseason to get back to full health. His back, his knee, his wrist. But he continued to fight. He continued to be out there. His back was banged up. Did that have something to do with his free throws? Did his right ligament injury in his shooting hands have something to do with his free throws? I don't know because he's never going to tell you that. But this is all context that is going to be lost in the history of time. But Giannis responding in that way, I think is totally understandable. And this is something that I've discussed a lot as someone that works in the media. I don't just host this show, but I cover the Australian Basketball League on a daily basis. I cover the NBA for ESPN. As I said, I'm about to travel over there. And I'm relatively new in this business. I've been doing this for about five years. And one of the things that I've always tried to do and tried to remind myself is however you want to cover the game, criticize players for what they could do on the floor, criticize Drew Holiday for his shot selection, criticize Giannis for the free throw stuff, Criticize Bud for the moves that he did in this game or didn't do. That's okay. But don't get personal and don't get into these dramatized storylines between what counts as success and what counts as failure in sport. And I think that we've seen this trend over the last few years and it's become a little bit nauseating. And I discussed it earlier this season in a couple of facets. And the first one was the MVP debate that I just thought got a little bit nasty. I can come on this show and say that I would have voted for Giannis to be MVP. And I would have done that. I've been on the record for a number of reasons. What Giannis had to go through with the injury adversity elsewhere on this team, particularly losing Chris Milton for for the bulk of the season, his own injury stuff that he had to work through, the, the change in role and the physical load that he took and still having his best scoring season ever. Uh, Maybe the efficiency was down in some areas, but I think there is context to what he was able to do for this team, plus the defensive stuff. Best record in the NBA, all those types of things. I would have voted for him MVP, but in the process of putting forward my case for Giannis, didn't put down Joel Embiid or put down Nikola Jokic because they're outstanding players in their own regard. But this is where we've got these days where if a player doesn't win a title, if he doesn't win the MVP, then he stinks. And, and that's not fair, and it's not fun. I, I do this job, and I cover sports because I, I want it to be fun. And part of sports, as Giannis articulated in that excellent response, is losing. And it sucks. If you're a fan, and there are a bunch of Bucks fans that are waking up this morning, probably feeling terrible because they're so emotionally invested in this team. But hey, we've been through it. 
when you have expectations to win, it's devastating when you don't. And for Bucks fans, last night, and it's particularly the way it happened, it was absolutely devastating. But I will never, and I hope I never do, and if I ever do, call me out. I will never come away from this and say, well, it's one person's fault. And Giannis, hey, you're the best player on this team. So the Bucks didn't get to the title. You're a failure. No, that is, that. is first of all, that is false. And that is, unfortunately, the way that things have trended in terms of storylines in 2023 and social media and all those types of things. It's not reality. We've seen through the, the, the course of time how many other players have contributed to the quote-unquote legacy of superstar players and LeBron, who you know, is a top-two player of all time. But if Ray Allen doesn't knock down a corner three, he doesn't win another title. If Kyrie Irving perhaps doesn't hit that shot against Golden State, he doesn't win another title. And am I going to sit here and say that LeBron still isn't a top-two player? No, we've all watched him. And I've seen enough of Giannis play basketball to know that in my opinion, based on, and I wasn't around for the whole of time, already you know, a top 25 player, when you look at the individual stuff he's done, the path he's taken to get there, the historic nature of a championship in Milwaukee, all the adversity, he's already a legend. And I don't really buy into the legacy chat and this is a legacy tarnisher. Like to me, I don't care about that. That's just my personal opinion. So I would never sit here and say, this is a failure for Giannis. That, that's not the way I look at the game. And I think that part of, if I had to guess, part of Giannis's response was responding to that. When you get asked, is this a failure? Because he's a leader, because he's the number one player on this team, he would feel some responsibility internally because we know that's the way he operates. He wants to be the best. He is super, super competitive. So I think part of him outlaying this is him being able to step back. He's mature now and he can perfectly explain that, hey, yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm going to own this. This is going to burn me over the summer and I'm going to try and get better. But this is also part of sports. And I don't think that he would have answered this question the same way four years ago when they lost in Toronto. I don't think that he would have answered it probably the same way in the bubble. But he's grown to have an understanding that he is a great of the game. He's a superstar in Milwaukee, but he's not going to win a title every year. He referenced Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't win a title every season. So I think that we have got too caught up in saying, well, if you don't win a title, individually, players have failed. An example I had of this, and I got into an argument with someone a couple of months ago now, is Damian Lillard, who, by the way, Bucks fans are getting very excited about. I'm not so sure I would be one of those. In my opinion, since I've been watching basketball over the last two decades, Damian Lillard is... What, what what would you say? Top 20, top 25 player in that period? A great of this generation. But I don't think that he's ever going to get the credit that he deserves simply by virtue of the fact that he stayed in Portland and he hasn't gone somewhere else to get a ring. Should we really look at Damian Lillard and say, well, if he went somewhere else to team up with superstars and got two rings, he's a better player? I don't buy that. So I totally understand why there are fans out there that want Giannis to win titles and titles and get all these awards because that builds his quote-unquote, legacy. I just don't view Giannis differently for not winning this title. It's it's a setback. It sucks, but no one's going to be more disappointed than him. But I just think it's got a little bit nasty the way we cover the game. And that's why I love the response from Giannis when it came to uh, sports being sports. And nothing takes you on an emotional roller coaster like sports does if you're a diehard fan. And Bucks fans absolutely experience that. 
So I just thought it was a beautiful answer from Giannis. I love the way he responded. And by the way, for Eric, I don't think Giannis answers that way if it's not Eric that asks that question. And he apologized after and said, I didn't mean to get personal. But Eric asked a simple question. And I don't think that Eric was talking about personal failure for Giannis. In fact, I, I know that he wasn't. It was about the team, which is exactly what I want to get to next. Because at the end of the day, this is still sports. And teams and organizations have expectations. And I wonder if it's different for the team perspective uh, from uh, for, or for the Milwaukee Bucks, I should say. Because I think it kind of is. I want to touch on that next. And then also get to Mike Budenholzer as well. But first, our friends at Nissan with the Nissan's Most Electric Player of the Week. It's brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Uh, it's going to Giannis. He came back. He was banged up. 30-point triple-double in Game 4. Top 30 points again in Game 5. Another monumental performance under injuries and adversity that we don't know exactly what he was going through. But Giannis is brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. And he delivers on duality both sides of the ball. Which reminds me of the Nissan Aria, which packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all-in-one EV, the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at Nissan.com. And while you're at it, uh, don't forget our friends over at BetterHelp, uh, today's sponsor of the show, or today's show is brought to you uh, by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. And people go through all sorts of things. When I moved and quit my job and moved to the US, I had all sorts of confusing stuff going on. I was stressed. I was anxious. And talking to someone did help. But the beauty of BetterHelp is that it's all online. You don't need to go to a waiting room and think, oh, am I going to run into someone I know on all the silly things we worry about. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. All right, as I'm splashing water all over the place. Uh, again, we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen of every day. We appreciate the support, particularly in the tough times from a sporting sense like this. Uh, so the word failure, and the word failure might be a little bit too strong. But I don't think so. I, You know, we've gone through the personal narratives that carry players that I disagree with. <clears throat> but I also think teams have to have expectations. And there's only been a handful of teams as a number one seed that have lost to a number eight seed in the history of the game. And again, there's context, the injury to Giannis, you know, honestly, how healthy was Chris Milton, all sorts of stuff. And and by the way, stuff behind the scenes that we won't know about either. But that's going to be lost in history. This will be a number one seed that lost to a number eight seed. And if I'm to guess, if you're a diehard Bucks fan, which I assume most people listening to this show are, you're never going to forget well, game four, you'll never forget that. But that's also going to be overshadowed by game five and what happened in the fourth quarter and overtime because it was just truly remarkable <coughs> what we watched in that game. Like It would be impossible to forget some of the things that went down. And again, maybe the direct word failure is not the right word. But in, in a sporting sense, while I don't like the nasty narratives and just the, the, the clickbait the headline grabbing stuff. 
we can, I believe, still look at teams. This is sports. And say that different teams have different expectations. So the Milwaukee Bucks, number one record in the league. Championship pedigree. Had got it done two years ago. Honestly, a good path through to the Eastern Conference Finals. There is no doubt that this, for the organization, not labeling it or blaming on one person, the organization fell short of where they would want to be. Now, Giannis, as he always does, as the leader of this team, took the fall and said, hey, we're not having any of this. But I imagine inside, these teams are walking away thinking, geez, we missed an opportunity. What the hell just happened? And I think it's different for different teams. First round exits mean different things, depending on where you are on the improvement scale. The Sacramento Kings, if they lose to the Golden State Warriors in the first round, <coughs> I think you still say, I'm sorry, I'm still getting over this sickness, so I keep coughing. The Sacramento Kings, if they get through this period, uh, or sorry, or even if they lose to the Golden State Warriors, that's probably still a successful season. But the Bucs and, and the Sacramento Kings are not on the same scale. The Bucs came in as a team that they were the favorites to win the title. So when you lose in the first round, even with the context that you bring along with it, I do think that it's okay to say that this team fell extremely short of the expectations, not only from the outside, but what they feel inside. And I do think at the core of the question, do you see this as a failure? I don't expect Bud, who, di- who didn't use the word failure, or Giannis to come out and say, yeah, we failed. Because I don't think that sends a good message to anyone. But, you know, internally, they would walk away and I would have to believe they're going, we've A, missed an opportunity, and B, we've fell way short of where we thought we could be and what we, where we expected to be. So I think as an organization... The wider question is totally fine to sit back and say, yeah, we didn't get where we needed to be. And if you don't want to use the word fail, that's fine. But everyone can see that. And that's some of the reaction I've seen to this. There's been a lot of applause for Giannis, well-deserved for the way that he described sports and a game and winners and losers. It's a great message to send out to everyone. But I've also seen other people say, I don't like it because he should have admitted that they failed. I don't think Giannis needs to admit that that they failed. I don't think that sends a good message to the locker room as the leader of this team. There was no throwing anyone under the bus in this press conference, which is what I love. But as an organization, no one can walk away from this and say that this fell way, 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 way short of where they should have been. A question was asked about Chris Middleton. And, you know, I thought Giannis was so cool, calm and collected throughout this entire uh, press conference. The one time where I thought he got a little bit shaky was discussing Chris Middleton. And we remember back in the day when Giannis was asked about you know, Chris Middleton and what he means to him. And Giannis said, the day that they're not playing together or the day Chris Middleton retires, it was something along that, would be the saddest day of his career or the worst day of his career. And Giannis paused a little bit. And maybe I'm reading a little bit too much into it. But I think that he got at least a hint of emotion Talking about Chris Middleton, he said he didn't know what the future held. He said he didn't know what his contract deal was, but then he quickly said, I think he's got an option. He knows. I don't think Giannis would actually know what Chris Middleton is going to do. There's going to be plenty of different scenarios that we're going to get into on Locked On Bucks in future weeks. But it was impossible to me, as someone that's covered this team for a long time, and even before I was covering this team, watching every game as a fan, not to feel a little tinge of of sadness. And I discussed this on the show yesterday 
and we were trying to get a little bit reflective and it was hard because it was right in the moment. But all of these guys, and I know that there's a lot of frustration and emotion with Bucks fans, but all of these guys, if we don't see them back, Giannis, Chris, Brooke Lopez, Drew, all these guys, it's going to be really sad. And particularly the Giannis and Chris Milton combination. And I know Chris Milton's been a scapegoat a lot for the fans. You know that I don't like it. You know that I've thought it was ridiculous. I think Chris Milton is severely under-respected or disrespected, whatever word you want to use, by portions of the fan base for what he's done for this team over a decade. But watching Giannis, that was almost the most emotion he showed outside of frustration for the failure question in this press conference. And it brought me a tinge of sadness. Very interesting times coming up uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm fascinated to see which direction this goes. Uh, we now, uh, I want to get to Mike Budenholzer because Giannis did say some fascinating stuff about Bud. Maybe not, maybe not some words that would make fans happy, but we're going to talk about eBay Motors. When it, when it, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay's guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you get your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop at eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mike Budenholzer's tenure clearly going to be a talking point for the Milwaukee Bucks over the next few weeks. Uh, we touched it on yesterday's show. I've said it a million times. Um, part of the reason why I still... There's pros and cons. But part of the reason to this day that I, I do think that the glaring issues with what we saw in these games with Mike Budenholzer in terms of in-game management, particularly down the stretch, a little bit deer in the headlights, it seemed like, pardon the pun. There are a lot of things that he brings to an organization that we don't see from the outside. But if you talk to people within the organization, there is a reason why he is highly respected. So I've always said that moving away from Mike Budenholzer is not risk-free. And it's not as clear a path as what some fans would be led to believe. It's going to be a risk. It's going to be a challenge. But when you have a collapse like we just witnessed, it's really difficult to see that he's going to be back. Sham Sharania from The Athletic reported today that his uh, tenure is looking very shaky. I think that's right. I would be, at this point, surprised. Two years, 16 million bucks on that contract. It's a lot of money and a couple of years. It's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out in the next couple of days. But Giannis was asked about Jimmy Butler. This is what he had to say. Out of respect, you've got to let the coach make that adjustment. We have our best defender on him. There are conversations with Drew. Whenever he gets tired, I can take him. But he's so competitive. He plays so hard. He wants to take the challenge. But at the end of the day, I wish I could guard him more for sure. <clears throat> it's not the first time we've heard you know, similar comments from Giannis. He said they didn't make enough adjustments on Jimmy Butler. 
Drew Holiday clearly wanted the challenge. We didn't discuss it yesterday in the show much, but some of those moments down the stretch in the fourth quarter where I've never seen a player go at Drew Holiday like that, the way Jimmy Butler was screaming in his face, taunting him, telling him that he had nothing to slow him down. I've just never seen that. And Jimmy Butler was clearly on a level that we've rarely seen in the postseason. But Giannis coming out and saying that, it, it is meaningful. That means a lot. When, you're, when your best player comes out, and, and he did it in a respectful way again because Giannis is always respectful. I had a couple of our Greek friends on the YouTube comments mention that you know Giannis coming from sort of that European basketball background, there's this just unbelievable respect for the coach. We've seen it with Bud. We've seen it with Jason Kidd before that. We even saw that with Larry Drew. And I think there's something to that. We said, you know, in the previous series that the Bucks played the Heat, that Giannis was, uh, you know, all over Jimmy Butler. The size concerned him with some of those mid-range jump shots. So I think that's obviously something we would have liked to see more. Again, I don't know where the health stuff falls into uh, the category of how healthy actually was Giannis. I'm not sure. He'll never give that away, but I'm sure he would have played through whatever it is because he's a maniac. And uh, again, I've said it a million times, but the toughest player in the NBA. But, you know, hearing that, I don't think made Bucks fans feel any better. We're going to continue to discuss Mike Budenholzer, obviously, and the rest of this roster. So much to talk about over the next few weeks leading into the draft period, even though the Bucks might not be too active there and free agency. So make sure you continue to stick with Locked on Bucks. Let me know your thoughts about everything from today's show. You know, ultimately, I walked away from that press conference, and even though the Bucks lost, just continued to be amazed by the person that Giannis is <clears throat> on the court, the way he's he's matured as a, as a leader and a speaker for this team, and the way that he's got perspective about what matters. And we've already discussed everything he's doing off the floor with the foundation in the name of his father, with his family. He's a father himself now. Incredible person. And that's why the question wasn't, did you fail or are you a failure? But that's why Giannis can never be viewed in that way. I hope that I continue to cover the game in this way because these guys are amazing. Without them, I don't even have a damn job. So that's something you have to keep in perspective. But, you know, brilliant post game from Giannis. I'm sad we won't get more post games from Giannis over the next few weeks. We hope that this Bucks run would continue. Unfortunately, it hasn't. We are going to be back on Monday. A few guests next week to roll through as the postmortem continues. Let me know what you want to hear. What do you want to hear us talk about? <clears throat> We're not going to talk about coaching candidates until a move is made. I will say that up front. But so much to talk about. As I said, I think this is going to be the most fascinating or one of the most fascinating off-seasons we've seen in recent memory for the Milwaukee Bucks. But as long as you have Giannis on your roster, you can contend. That's what I'm going to say because we've seen this guy do it time and time again. So thank goodness for Giannis. Thank goodness we get to watch him and cover him. And uh, I think even though the Bucks lost, you woke up feeling proud that that guy plays for the Milwaukee Bucks and is part of uh, the rejuvenation of this franchise. So we'll leave it there. Thanks again for watching us today. Uh, as I said, drop a comment, a like, subscribe, all those things. We really appreciate the support. Enjoy your weekend. Get away from basketball for a little bit. We'll be back next week to continue Locked on Bucks.